Hello, Blogettes. It's Amanda Lauren. Um, Just a few matters of business before we get started. First of all, I always feel very awkward because I've been doing these intros. Um, I always feel awkward doing them without Allie, but the truth is, like, at this point, she lives an hour away from me, and we marathon record. Like, we record three or four episodes at once, and by the end, I'm just, it's like 8.30 at night, and I've got to get home, and I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to do the intro. She's tired. She's pregnant. Um, you know, it's just a lot. So, so that's why I do them. I think someone asked me that the other day. Um, you know what else someone asked me too, which is about, um, if we're on any other platforms other than iTunes, we're on a lot more platforms than iTunes. Someone tweeted me and the guy was kind of not that nice. I don't know if like, he's like, well, it's the ancient days when people only use Macs. I mean, I feel like most people I know have Macs. Um, I mean, I know some people, I have nothing against windows. Let me just say that. But like, I always, I went through, I don't know, five windows, laptops, I would go through like one, at least one a year, they would just break on me. So, and I've had, I have two Macs actually. One was gifted. I'm not like the kind of person who needs two computers. Um, And I've had them both for like, one for like, uh, like a year and a half. And the one I'm using now, which we actually record on, I've had for four years, something like four years, no problems with it really. So that's, I don't know, I guess that's why I don't talk about the other platforms because I'm so used to iTunes. But we're also on Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, um, and we're on Audio Boom. To be honest with you, probably not for that much longer. I can't get into that, but um, not thrilled with them as a platform. It's so bad, you know, having this platform, I'm like, I shouldn't say bad things about companies, but like, screw it. I'm, I'm very, very annoyed with Audio Boom, their team, their analytics, everything about them. Um, so we'll probably go over to Podbean. If any other podcasters are actually listening to this and have any suggestions, or if anyone has any suggestions for the show, email me, email us, things we're too lazy to blog about at gmail.com. By the way, could I have picked a longer email address when I set that up? Um, but speaking of platforms, I was just going to ask everyone, if you get a chance, write us a quick review on iTunes because that chart does matter the most if you listen on iTunes. And if you don't listen on iTunes, um, write us a review on Stitcher because we have a lot of Stitcher people, but we have no reviews there. Um, it takes a minute. Directions are in the show notes. If the directions confuse you, um, you know, just Google it or look it up on YouTube. There are like videos on how to do it. Um, it would really mean a lot to us. I mean, do it while you're multitasking, while you're like watching, you know, a commercial for The Bachelor because you were so into it, you didn't DVR, you're actually watching it like in real time. Um, And that's, oh, one more quick thing. And then I'm going to shut up and um, you'll listen to the Shinjini episode. We did this a month or so ago. We did it over the phone. I think the sound quality is good. Um, And I don't think, I think we might have stopped and started it, but I may not edit it before I put it on. I should have probably figured that out before I started recording this intro. But honestly, I mean, I didn't. Um... (laughs) We have a private Facebook group, Things We're Too Lazy to Blog About. Um, you can look it up. Just search for Things We're Too Lazy to Blog About on face on uh, on Facebook. I was about to say Facetune, but it's Facebook. Um, you know where my mind is. Instagram. You should also follow us on Instagram. Um, I'm at It's Amanda Lauren, ITS. You have to have the ITS because Instagram hates me. Um, and at Amanda Lauren on Twitter, Allie is Allie Levine Design across all platforms. Check out my blog. Um, it's AmandaLauren.com. Again, had to do the it's because some girl in Canada has AmandaLauren.com. She doesn't even use the site. I should probably like buy it from her, but I'm I'm too lazy to do that. Ha ha. Very funny. Um, and Allie is AllieLevine.com. She also can style you, by the way. I don't know if you realize that, but she does remote styling. AllieLevineStyling.com. Again, everything's in the show notes, but really join our private Facebook group. It's a lot of fun. Um, I'll get in there. You know, I'm so happy to answer skincare questions, skincare questions, makeup questions. Allie will answer fashion questions. We can talk about the show, anything on your mind, drama-free, not free drama. Um, And that's pretty much it. Enjoy this episode with Shinjini. And thank you so much for listening. Um, 
this podcast has done, I don't know, it's just, it means a lot to us. We love doing it. Um, I think some people have asked if we're going to keep doing it while Allie is pregnant. Um, and the answer is yes, we're going to keep doing it. Um, after she has the baby, we're just trying to record a lot of episodes at once. Um, and that's it. Was this the worst intro ever? I think it was. I don't know. Anyway, um, thank you for listening. Be fabulous. Bye. Welcome to Things We're Too Lazy to Blog About. I am Amanda Lorne, and I am with my co-host, Allie Levine. Hey, hey, hey. And we are on the line with Shinjini Das, whose name I don't think I messed up. No, you did a good job. Yay! (laughs) How are you? Hi, love. How are you? I'm good. Thank you so much. Yeah, that was great, Amanda. I'm so excited to be here with you. Yes, thank you for making time for us today. Thank you. We know you're super yeah, busy. Yeah, we know you're really super busy. you got a lot going on. So we appreciate you making time. We've been wanting to have you on. We talked about it last year, so it's time to make it happen in 2018. So for those that don't know the Fabish and Ginny does, and you should, <laughs> um, basically, um, so I actually know Shinjini because she's one of my clients that I am so grateful to style and she's so amazing. Uh, but besides being an amazing client to style, uh, she is a motivational speaker, a hardcore um, own entrepreneur, extremely inspirational woman, and just all around, you know, amazing human being. Um, did I get it? Did I get all your slashes, Shinjini? <laughs> I did, but you know, I do want to say it takes one to know one, oh, and, and I feel the same way about you. So it's a funny story. I want to tell everybody how we met because I think it's a really cool story. Yeah, it was on it. social media. It was mm-hmm. on social media. It was on Twitter, and this was this was I think maybe 2016, like towards the end of 2016. That I remember, right. like I, I think. Yeah, I think I was following you, and I'm like, oh, my God, she's amazing. She's a celebrity stylist. Like, I mean, (laughs) Ali's a big deal. You know, Ali's a big deal. So when I uh, followed her, I was like, oh, my God, she's amazing. And I think you messaged me about a feature on your blog. I think that's how it all um, started. And uh, here we are. So, I mean, I'm I'm grateful. I really am. (laughs) Aw, thank you, love. Well, so, you know, you do so many amazing things. You inspire so many people, especially like your Instagram and Twitter is always, you're always posting inspirational quotes, being very real, very open, always writing about yourself and what you're going through and how you're feeling. I think that's why you've had such an organic fan base and why everybody loves you. So can you kind of like dive in and kind of just tell the people that don't know about you and want to, you know, of course, go check you out after this episode, a little bit about yourself, where Shinjini kind of started and where Shinjini's going. Yeah, that's a really great question, Ali, and I appreciate that because I really try to be real, you know, um, because I think both you and I have bonded over the fact that we hate fake. That was like the first thing. Yeah, we've only had many, many conversations about that. And like, like when we're like doing our styling consultations, even like via FaceTime, it's like we ended up doing two hours of styling and then two hours of talking about we need the realness in our lives. (laughs) Yeah. So, and I know you get it. And I know, Amanda, you feel it too. And so yeah, yeah, no, I appreciate that. I'm I'm really, you know, real. And so yeah, so how did it all start? I was a speaker. So all throughout high school, you know, I was like a competitive speaker. And even that, like I was discovered, which I think that's like the the you know, same like thread in my life. I just like was discovered. And I don't know, maybe it was destiny, but I was discovered uh, as a speaker and sort of told to do that in high school. So that was kind of speech and debate. And then I went to college and I got an engineering degree because my thing was like you know, if I'm going to, you know, look back on this degree and always sort of be proud and be, you know, uh, happy that I did it, you know, I feel like I could say that about an engineering degree, which is where I was in my head then. Totally not, you know, born to be an engineer or anything like that. But um, my thing was like, if I work hard enough and, you know, which I do, like, I think this can happen. And even if I don't graduate with the highest GPA, which I did not, uh, you know, my thing is like, I know that, I'm going to do a lot more with that. And, you know, that, that goes away. <laughs> and that's all that counts. Exactly, exactly. Exactly. No, it's real. It's, I mean, it's so hard. I 
I, I honestly like that program and I was at the number one school for industrial engineering. I mean, it was really tough and coming from me, like always, you know, a plus student, you know, four point I mean, I, I struggled big time, you know, so for me, it was like a running joke, but no, I definitely graduated with honors. So not bad. Um, <laughs> not too shabby. Uh, yeah. Right, not, not too bad. So that happened. And so that was 2014. And then I was like, okay, cool. You know, I'm a speaker. I was a commencement speaker. So my real question was, where does this all go? You know, I had started a little bit of a speaking trajectory, but, you know, obviously all unpaid. And I really thought, like, what what is the future of this? You know, can I become a professional speaker? If so, you know, how? Like, how do you even do that? And so I, I was, like, confused. But I knew that I wanted to because, again, there was something about just speaking to people. And, and at that time, not even motivational. At that time, it was more like how to give a speech and how to be a leader or, you know, sort of stuff like that, which was kind of giving a speech about how to give a speech is very limiting. <laughs> so that was like a lot of what I did. But my thing was like, you know, impacting people like this is amazing. Like, how do I do this? And so I kept like, you know, knocking on doors, you know, like both of you, I know, do the same. And finally, you know, I had a couple of free gigs in 2014 and 2015 was really the big year for me. So I made my first website. I mean, it totally sucked. It was like, terrible I mean I had people messaging me being like this sucks do you need help and I was like no it's fine like I know it's terrible but like at least it's out there you know at least it's a website and uh, you know I, I got discovered on Twitter so there was this lady and she was like you're you you need a publicist for media and I was like what like I'm trying to be a speaker I'm trying to be a professional speaker like television is is totally different um, but again, I think that was destiny. And, you know, I called this publicist and she's still my publicist to this day, Robin, uh, who Ali knows. Um, yes, of course. And is like friends. And I, did, I didn't know that. Yeah, I didn't know you guys go way back. Uh, <laughs> so, um, so that's how it, <laughs> yeah, that's how it all happened. I know, I know. She said, yeah, so that's how it all happened. And then, so that was like the media part of things. And then the business came later because in 2016, you know, I was really frustrated. You know, I didn't, particularly feel fulfilled at my other job because I had a consulting job and I had a you know, other sort of digital marketing job. And I was like, okay, like, what is the business here? Because I was on television. I was, you know, doing radio. I mean, Robin, she's amazing at her job. So she put me, I mean, everywhere talking about like STEM and, you know, growth coding and just whatever I could talk about, you know, at 23 uh, or 24. And then, you know, I really kept thinking, I'm like, what is the business here? Because my thing was like, and I'm coming from a very like, simple mindset. I'm like, people on television, they're all rich. I'm poor right now. Like, what What am I doing wrong? Like, that That was my only question. I'm like, all of them are rich. Like, what do I do to get there? And then I was like, oh, I have to start a business. But like, what is the business? You know, so I really had to like work backwards. And so then I figured out that my strength is in creating content uh, that's sort of meaningful and that sells, quote unquote, you know, the product or service. And so for me, that was like my personal brand. But like for other clients, I was like, if I can do this for myself, you know, I can do this for other people who have like actual things to sell. Um, and so that's where it all started. And uh, yes, I've been full time now since October 2016. So like a year and a little bit. Um, and so here we are. So where am I going? I think that's the question that's probably yes. a little bit more exciting. Uh, <laughs> so, mm -hmm. Since then, uh, so Ali came in at a very sort of fortunate time in my life. Um, the minute you came in, Ali, I also signed with a manager, um, which was kind of the next big step of everything. Because my thing was like, if I want to be an influencer, I want to be this like, you know, empowering sort of force of change. Like, how can I ignore Hollywood? Like, that is the epicenter of influence, you know? And I knew that. But then I was also like, how do you like break through here? Like, this, this is not an easy place to just like, walk in you know yeah. um so I, I just I like put that energy out into the world I was like I really I really want to be there not not as an actress but to me it was like television film you know production director like basically handling the content you know and making sure that I create something that's like different from what people are seeing every day and so I like put that into the universe and then in in May of last year this is such a good story I know this is going really long but it's a really good story no no, no it's, it's really amazing. interesting no, yeah, it's really interesting. I think, you know, we talk about this on our podcast a ton, but, you know, it's like people love to hear how different people come about and the walks of life, because let's get real. And we've talked about this, Shinjini, you and I as friends about social media. Social media makes everything look instant. Social media lets make everything look yeah. easy. And it's like, you don't yeah. see the hard work. You don't see everything that goes into yeah. it. You see the final product. Yeah. So it's really That's great right. for you to tell your story so they can actually hear the hard work and the sweat and tears and everything you did. So continue. 
Okay, cool. Thank you. I appreciate it. So this is a, such an amazing story. So on LinkedIn last year, in May, it was literally May 2017, I was on LinkedIn as usual, just kind of connecting with people. Because one thing that's very central to my journey, now Ali and I have talked about this too, and Amanda, I'm guessing it might be the same for you. I'm an outsider. Like, I did not know anybody in this business. I... Like, I'm coming from, like, the South, first of all, which I love the South. I'm, like, Georgia Peach all the way, but it's, like, the <laughs> South, you know? And it's, like, very, like, geographically, like, like everything is, like, Atlanta. Like, that that was, you know, like, all my friends, you know, they're, like, married and have three kids by 25. And it's just, it's just, it's just very, like, insular. And so, like, for me to, I just, it was really hard. It was really hard. And so I was on LinkedIn, May of 2017, trying to connect with a whole bunch of people, um, not with any goal in mind. I was just like connecting. And so I happened upon this guy. He's an art entertainment entrepreneur. So entertainment entrepreneur in LA. And I was like, oh, he's cool. You know, let's, let's connect. I connected with him. He accepted my request. And then he kept messaging me. He was like, what you've built is amazing. You know, you're amazing. And I'm like, you know, a lot of people, you know, send random messages. So I was like, okay, like, cool. Like, you're amazing too. Like, okay. Like, I, I didn't know what to do. Uh, but he kept messaging like multiple times. He's like, what you've built is amazing. What you... And I'm like, this is strange. Maybe I should talk to him. Uh, and then I was like, you know, like, who, like, what do you do? Who are you? And then he's like, you know, I'm an entertainment entrepreneur. You know, I build, you know, whatever. I think he was like in radio at the time and music. His listing is like music. But he's like, yeah, let's talk, you know. And then I said, yeah, absolutely. You know, maybe there's something that we can do together. Maybe there's a way for us to collaborate. So we got on the phone in May of 2017 last year, just totally casual, Three-hour conversation, and at the end of the conversation, I, I'm serious. He says, hey, by the way, did you know that I'm a manager? And I said, manager for what? <laughs> he goes, you know, like, I manage people. Like, I manage people. And I was like, no, I can like, barely like, manage. <laughs> I, I have no idea. I have no idea. And then he's like, no, I'm like a Hollywood talent manager. And I was like, wait, what? Wait, like, I, and he's like, that's why you called, right? I was like, no, 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 no. I called because I thought there was something. And then he's like, no, no, I, I saw right through that. And I was like, no, no, no. Like, trust me, I had no idea. And then he's like, yes. And I'm like, yes to what? He's like, yes to managing you. And I was like, excuse me? <laughs> like, what What just happened? And so, and that's how that happened. And so now I'm like his uh, client and it's a boutique um, management agency. So he has a bunch of other like songwriters and it is different. Like, they're all different from me. And he said that he's like, you're pretty different. But the reason that I want to work with you is because you're different, you know. So he has a couple yeah. of singers and country singers and songwriters, and I'm, I guess, the sort of lifestyle <laughs> person yeah. uh, who's like in the mix. So that that's how that happened. And so where am I going? So right now, what's amazing is I think every opportunity is open, which is really exciting because now I finally I feel like I've broken through. I, I feel like I'm like here now, which is great. And so yeah, moving forward, it's I think you know, television is. Say it again. I thought you were in San Francisco. I am, I am, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm like oh, between. Okay. I'm like between, yeah. Oh, I'm okay. In LA, yeah, yeah. And LA is like where I have to be now. So like, yeah, that's how. Who come visit? Um, yeah. Right now, she's she, she does her her book tour, which is the next thing we have that's to talk right. about. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. So yeah, I think what you're gonna see from me is. Uh, very well-rounded sort of lifestyle brand and television and books. I mean, I want to do everything, you know, fashion, whatever. And then the digital media platform is the other, you know, passion of mine that I want to build, you know, again, empowering content, you know, with action, you know, so that if you are going through a breakup and you read one of the articles on my platform, you won't just be like, oh, cool, whatever. You're like, oh, and this is what I do. You know, this, this is how I get out of it, you know, because I think that's like what's missing in the current media content. You're like, you're reading and you're like, I don't, what does this mean? <laughs> <laughs> you know, so <laughs> that, that that's what I'm working on. So I've got a lot of things. I mean, I, I I'm gonna be everywhere. I'm gonna be like a little virus, like happy virus. <laughs> so the book you that know? you're that you because you said earlier before we put you on the episode, you said that you were handing in your manuscript. So can you give us a little tease and a little bit of info on first off how long this took and you know like what this book is about and what you're doing with it. That's right. Yes. So it is about my life because I've been inundated with messages just on all platforms. They're like, how did you get here? Literally, the question is, how did you get here? Like, quote, unquote. And I was like, you know, I could like answer this one on one or I could write a book and sell that to you. Like that would be yeah, better, right? Go. And so the, the alley in me, right? The alley in me <laughs> was like, I will sell it to you. I was like, I will sell it to you. And so that, that's what I'm doing. So really, it's just about my life. Um, 
about how I got, you know, I was, I was a really uh, shy kid and I was really shy. It was like a problem. It was like, I was painfully shy, um, you know, very like not confident. I'm an immigrant. So like I came to this country at nine. And so there's a lot of themes of, you know, being an outsider, you know, feeling like you don't belong for, for years. I mean, literally for years in college, you know, I didn't understand football. Um, I was like, what's the NFL? Like I just, I've been through all of that. And then for me and someone like that, to be in the position that I'm in today is like hilarious to me, you know, it's like unreal. Um, and so I think that will empower a lot of other, you know, people who feel that way, you know, as an outsider that, Hey, you know, you belong, you know, and you decide if you belong and you decide, you know, uh, where you belong. And so I think that's like the theme of the book. And then also like being unapologetic. That's like my sort of code word or, you know, brand word is like, you know, she's, she's unapologetic. That's why I definitely most, want. It's, it's so hard to be unapologetic. I have a lot of I know. I would say, like, privately, I don't, but privately, privately, I'm extremely unapologetic. I'm, like, the most unapologetic person in the world. Like, I don't (laughs) publicly, I I am, like, desperately, like, desperately afraid to um, offend people. Yeah. Which is strange, because I'm a pretty offensive person. (laughs) You're not offensive. You're just very funny and, like, witty and sarcastic. Real. Dry humor, so it can come off as you, like... Being afraid to be unapologetic, but but it's but it's weird. I'm I think I'm getting better you better it. at it. I feel like maybe I'm influencing you a little. I, think, <laughs> I also think like when you have a platform, at a certain point, you're like, dude, yeah, this is just what the fuck it is. Exactly. Like right. you know, right. you guys are gonna like it or you're not, and if you don't like it, like go take someplace it or, take else. It or leave it. Yeah, like, totally. I, I, as I say, exactly. like don't be a jerk, keep it in your pants. You know. No. Um, yeah. How do you think women can be more unapologetic? Oh, that's a good question. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, really good question. And it is something that I'm asked a lot. And it's interesting because when I think about my experiences, maybe because I grew up in such a male-dominated environment, right? Like my engineering school was 30% women in my class. Like it just, I was always surrounded by guys. And so for me, like I never, I was never like, I'm a woman, so I'm ready this. And I'm a girl, so I'll just, you know, you know, be quiet. Like that was never a part of my like psychology, but I totally understand how it is a part of a lot of women's psychology growing up and even later. Um, you know, my biggest thing is you have to love yourself, you know. Um, for me, because, like, I didn't have friends and anything growing up. I was, like, super alone all the time. What that does is it gets you super comfortable with yourself, right? So it, I, I always had a party of one. I was like, yeah, it's me, you know, at a restaurant. Like, I'm, I'm here. And you're like, who, who are you with? It's just me, you know. So I think somewhere that, like, has built a lot of just, like, self-love and, that's what I teach, you know, that's what I like put out on all my content is you really have to love yourself. You have to come from a profound place of self-love and like, I'm worth it. You know, uh, I, I deserve success. And I think when you like do all of that, the way you talk is really going to always be very unapologetic because you really don't care, you know, what everybody else thinks of you or whatever. I mean, I'm all about like helping everybody and all that, but my thing is like, this was me. Why should I care about how you want me to be, you know what I mean? Like that, because at the end of the day, I have to like sleep well myself. I think that's like what I live by is like, at the end of the day, I have to be happy with who I am and you know, what I'm about. And like, if I am like, isn't that great? Like, you know, that's how I I look at it. But uh, I think it comes from a place of self-love, you know, and you have to kind of keep uh, repeating those affirmations that I'm worth it. You know, whether that's like literally waking up every day and saying I'm worth it, I'm empowered, you know, I'm a go-getter girl. Like, that, that's just kind of stuff that I do in my mind. Like, I don't actually say it out loud. But if it means you have to say it out loud, say it out loud, you know. Because, um, they, like, they do deserve it. Like, women, we deserve greatness. And I think it takes some people a while to realize that. But when you do, you're really unstoppable. And I think you're both examples of that, you know. Oh my God, you're thinking, you know, it's so funny. So like, there's this podcast that I listen to, which is, um, it's called for crying out loud. And it's with Stephanie Wilder Taylor, who's supposed to come on the show, everyone, by the way. Um, and, um, Lynette Carolla, who's Adam Carolla's wife. And they started to use this expression and I feel like you'll really appreciate it. And now I'm using it all the time, which is a no getter. Like she's a no getter, like the opposite of a go getter. And it's, it's kind of life-changing. It's, like, such a nice way to describe people who just, like, do nothing. Like, eh, she's a no-getter. <laughs> like, they're just very happy with their very simple life. Yes. 
Or people who just don't, who just don't go, maybe they're not happy with their life, but they're not going after anything to change it. Right, exactly. They're not doing anything to change the situation. They're just kind of sitting in it. And this is the best expression ever. And I I think I just want to make it a thing. But I have to credit it to (laughs) the network. (laughs) Well, and that's what I say, you know, that's what I say, Amanda. Like a lot of people have asked me that. They're like, so, you know, raising their hand in my keynotes and stuff that I've done. And they're like, hey, I'm a stay-at-home mom. Does that mean that I'm not a go-getter? And I said, no, you are. You're going and getting your family, babe. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, like, yeah. like she's, she's getting something. Like, they're friends of mine. God bless them. But three kids at 25, like, she went and got her husband and kids. You know what I mean? So, like, mm-hmm. that is great. Like, I'm, I'm not judging. You know, you do you. But, like, go get whatever it is that you want. Like, that's, that's what I'm about. You know, whether that is a family or, you know, a raise or, or no family. You know, you, you never want, you know, your own family. Like, whatever. You know, I think right. that's, like, my... Well, it's what you're you, you working towards. Yeah, because my thing is, as long as you, like, don't complain otherwise. Like, that's my other pet peeve is, like, oh, everything sucks. I'm like, what are you, like, doing? Oh, nothing. <laughs> you complaining? You know, like, that. that's, like, the funny part, you know? It's right. Like, no action equals no result, you know? Yeah. So, oh, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> what else would you say, Shinjini, for those listening? Like, what would you say maybe to inspire some for some people listening? Or what would you say that they can take away from you? Like, you know, just kind of, like, if they, after they listen to this episode, they're going to go look you up, check you out, check out your social you know, read some of, you know, the amazing articles you've written, where you've spoken, you know, what would you want some of those people to kind of know about you? About me personally, about, or about the most? You. About me. Okay. Uh, that I've, uh, I've come a long way, man. I've come a long <laughs> way. I honestly, because I, I started crying because I finished the book yesterday. And I was like, holy shit, like, I've come a long ass way. Like, and I think that that is what I want them to know, because at every stage, you know, and you see me today and you're like, oh my God, you're so, you know, whatever, loud and, you know, being like, I, I was not that way. You know, I was super shy and everybody who's listening, like who's shy, it's really hard to talk to people. You know, it's really hard to get out of your comfort zone. And so you can't go up to a shy person and say, just, just go talk to them. Just go, like, it's hard. Like there's a reason that you're shy. It's because it's hard, you know, yeah. and whether that's like you're struggling with confidence or body image or whatever it is for me it was I think it was more mental than anything I just felt like I didn't belong so I shut myself down you know I still remember my first day in America in, in third grade you know all these kids they were like writing poems and the teacher came to me she's like why, why don't you know how to write a poem and I was like I never learned that in Malaysia because I'm coming from Malaysia and she's like why did you not learn to write a poem and I was like I don't like why do I have to explain all this to you like do you know what Malaysian currency looks like exactly you know what I mean like sometimes you it's just different countries have different you know standards and so at every point I just always felt like an outsider and and as a result I scaled myself back like I didn't you know go to a lot of like football games because I'm like I don't understand those you know I never really watched television growing up because I'm like I don't really I don't understand any of those and so like for me to be here I mean I mean it inspires me (laughs) (laughs) it's awesome holy shit you know, so like, I think that's what I want them to know, because when you see me today, you're like, well, she was always like this. And I mean, that's not true. The reason that I named my brand the Go-Getter Girl was because I became a go-getter in 2014. You know, uh, my entire life, I was sort of a dreamer waiting for things to happen. And then I in 2014, that. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> right. yeah, in 2014, I was like, I'm done. You know, I'm just, I'm ready to, I'm ready to really live the life that I know I was born to live, you know? So I think what I want them to know about me is, that I'm, you know, extremely self-confident and that I have a lot of conviction in my own abilities in many cases when a lot of people were very confused. Um, I had to really lead the way, you know, instead of being like, oh, well, you don't think I can do it? Let me just, you know, let me just quit. You know what I mean? So it's really been me who has sort of driven the whole journey forward. So I think that's what I want them to know and that it was not always like this at all, <laughs> which is funny <laughs> because I have a lot of like family friends from like Malaysia and India, like who know me since, you know, the day I was born, they message. And, and this was funny. Like, I think this, this really explains everything. She messaged me and she's like, like, I don't even believe what I'm seeing. The only reason you are here is because of your hard work. And so I was like, is that a backhanded compliment? Because she, she just didn't see it happening. She's like, I can't believe you are the same like shy girl the only reason this could have happened is because of your hard work and I was like you know what you're right but 
I I agree. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Um, because it's just I wasn't I wasn't like this before. You know, I'm super shy. You know, super just like you know not confident. You know, but then one day I was like, why do I have to do this? You know, why am I purposefully living you know below my potential? Um, and then I was I, like, I'm I'm a go getter. You know, and then that's when like everything changed. Because like I'm, I'll tell you something. I am really hard on people who don't know to say like. I'll be honest with you. I never do everything I want to do, and I constantly berate myself for not achieving as much as I want to. Um, and Ali will tell you that <laughs> that I'm like I just I suck at every and, and I don't. But like I'm getting there. But it's it's very weird. It's hard for me personally, especially because like you know my father is an attorney and my father is 75 and still working like. 13 hours a day. Yeah, he's hardcore. <laughs> and I, I work like a lunatic and I don't understand, like, I don't understand people and it's hard and I feel like it's judgy, but like people who are no-getters, people who are not working mm. 24 hours a day. And I'm not talking about those mm. very rich retired tech folks. I'm talking about <laughs> like ordinary people who just settle right. for less in their life. It's just, where mm. I'm just like, what, what, what's wrong with you? I think we've also oh, go ahead, go ahead. oh no I was just gonna say like I think some people just they don't necessarily want to want the pressure of getting to that next level I mean I have friends of mine who I love to death but they'll say to me like I don't know how you do it like I don't know how you're a career woman I don't know how you have your own company I don't know how you don't have a job every day it doesn't freak you out I don't know how you're freelance I don't know how this, I don't know how that, now you're going to be a mom. Like, don't get me wrong. I freak out all the time, but it's like, you just keep going. You just keep pushing, keep making things happen. And the more you see like the fruits of your labor and like hashtag hard work pays off, the more you're like, no, 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 I'm going to get there. Like I'm going to push and it's going to happen. No, for sure. And I think something that both of you live by that I'm really having the like change my mindset around now that it's like entrepreneurship is, is your mindset, you know? So you have to be super abundant, super just like high conviction. And I've realized that when your mindset is like so powerful and you're like, I, if one door closes, I'll open up 10 more, uh, yep. everything changes. Like everything around you changes, people change. And, you know, I'm noticing that myself. I just had so many, you know, shut doors last year of just, you know, leads that I thought would be great, but literally none of them worked. Uh, but, you know, I was like, you know what, I'm going to do it. This is my mindset. And now, I mean, I'm seeing so many more opportunities, uh, which are great, you know. So I, I think it's also like a mindset game. I think the more you feel so, like, let down and, you know, if nothing is working, like, the more your reality is going to reflect that, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so it is a mindset game. But, you know, at the end of the day, you know, you can't change people and you can't force them to be someone they're not. And so if they are no-getters, there are no getters, you know what I mean? Like, there's really not much we can do, but as long as they're happy with that, you know, it's fine, I guess. <laughs> it's, I don't know, it's, it's just hard sometimes to not, like, it's just, like, I'm in this, and it's weird, and I think this is why, and, like, Allie's, like, nodding at me right now because she agrees, that, like, it's part of the reason I think why we've become such good friends is that we're both very ambitious hardworking women and I think Mm -hmm. and it's really funny because like most people like when we started this podcast part of me is like you're crazy to work with one of your closest friends you know and and it is it is a business um and it's not profitable right now but it will be um you know but but this is a business for us and this is part of our you know this is a joint brand for us but it both fall Mm -hmm. you know it falls within both of our brands and, you know, she's the one person who at 1230 at night, I can email like, hey, did you follow up on that person's email? Or did you did you read this? Or did you catch that today? Or, you know, wait, just want to double check. Are we doing this? To, you know, is this the person we're interviewing tomorrow? And I think mm-hmm. very few people could I email at midnight and then not think I'm a total lunatic. <laughs> right. Right. Oh, she, I can attest. She is awake all hours of the day. I honestly, I think what's really impressive to me, you know, what's really impressive to me, Ali, is you being this way. Because I'll be honest, when she first, when you first told me you were pregnant, I was mentally prepared. I'm like, okay, you know, it's going to be a little bit. So, I mean, I'm honestly like amazed at just how on top of everything you are at 30 weeks pregnant. I think that's really an inspiration for a lot of women. Thank you. I, I, I didn't I mean, want to put that out. You know, there. stay tuned when she's born. But I mean, you know me. I mean, I, I love to work. 
And, you know, my career was my first baby and she will be, you know, my second baby, but of course we'll move up the ladder to the most important. Uh, but I'll always have my career and I'll always have what I've worked so hard for and I'll never let go of that. I think it's just, again, figuring out how to readjust, how to, you know, how to function again, you know, in that world, in what I'm doing. Right. And it's just figuring it out. And again, it like challenges you at another level of being a go-getter. That's right. No, absolutely. And you know what? The moms that I see now on social media, I'm like, I'm ecstatic to like be with them. Because in the beginning, I was like, oh my God, being a mom with all of this. But the moms that I see from mom, mompreneurs and like, I, I'm just amazed. I'm like, this is amazing. I mean, there's like a revolution happening now, you know, of moms who are entrepreneurs, of moms who are just like killing it in their business. And like, it's just an, it's just an exciting time. And then obviously digital media and social media is like, helping a lot, you know, of, of these moms, whether that's mom bloggers or, you know, whoever, like they're all entrepreneurs, you know, and it's like amazing for their kids to see that, you know, um, yeah. see their mom being so successful and hardworking and, and driven. Yeah. I, I think it's just really positive. It's a very positive thing. I, I think it's, it's, I always talk about it on this podcast too, which is that I think that social media and bloggers have in many ways mm -hmm. replaced traditional media absolutely, because it's mm -hmm. more real. Yep. That's right. I agree. Like I agree. people, like you know, like if you read our blogs or if you listen to our podcast, you know, anyone mm -hmm. can say like, and I would say like, although, although Ali and I do keep some things private, we put a lot out there. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I other than Perfect. really, really private stuff, we really put everything out there. Um, yeah. And you can, and you know us, and I feel like when we recommend something or when we're doing something mm -hmm. or we're like, we mm -hmm. like to do something a certain way, mm -hmm. you can trust us. We're mm -hmm. as opposed to traditional media, we're like, you don't You're have that connection to a yeah. person. Yep. Mm -hmm. Exactly. I'm with you. No, I'm with you. And, and that's what's happening, right? I mean, bloggers with, you know, very large audiences. I mean, it is, and, and that's why, you know, it kind of gets me mad when people, like makes fun, like some of my friends who are, you know, the doctors, lawyers, kind of the traditional path, like some of them, they make fun. They're like, oh, this is a joke. I'm like, it's not. First of all, second of all, you talk about some of the revenue that some of these, you know, people are pulling in. It's, it's, it's not a joke. You know, it is very yeah. much a, a real job, you know? Yeah. Um, and, uh, no, I know it's exciting. Don't get that. They, yeah. they do. It's, I don't think like my husband actually got it at, at first. Oh yeah. No, my husband, it took him a while. He's like, so you write about what, like the, the, a, a lot of people question the, the way it works, but I mean, it's a real thing and it's a real force if it's someone who's doing it right. That's right. And you know, I think what I, I read, you know, uh, Brit, Brit Maureen, like, I think she's amazing. Like the Brit, Britain yeah. company. Um, mm -hmm. She like had a statement, which like I thought was great too. Like, yeah, you know, especially male, like venture capitalists and investors, a lot of them, they don't really get what I'm doing, especially because hers is like totally women focused. And she goes, you know, but what I do is I talk about revenue. I talk about audience reach and I like, those are uh, universal, you know what I mean? Like revenue is a universal thing, you know, audience reach is a universal thing. I mean, if you're reaching, like some of these people are reaching millions of people, you know, in a, in a day or in a week, like you're not going to report, you know what I mean? So right. it's, uh, it's, it, that's how I look at it. But yeah, no, no one gets it. No one who's a part or rather no one who's not a part of the industry, like really understands. Um, and so it's, it, it is frustrating. It is frustrating, but I think, you know, hopefully we're getting there, you know, now it's digital media in the future, who knows, it'll be like something else, you know? And, and then even then, like some people won't get it. So I don't know. I feel like we're like pioneers, you know? I, yeah. I agree. So. It's so funny. I was actually, um, you know, I haven't discussed this on the podcast yet, but I was talking to a girlfriend of mine who I was catching up with on the way over here. And I was telling her that like, so I used to write for this website called The List and I don't care. I'll say it. Like they got rid of me. They, they, all these content sites get rid of tons of people all the time. Oh, yeah. So not mm -hmm. the first time won't be the last time. I honest, I'll be honest with you. Like 
they were not a pleasure to work for <laughs> at all. Mm-hmm. And they created, they micromanaged people to a level that was so oh, totally yeah, they made insane. insane. I know. They and and Allie, Allie knows what happened. And I, I don't care them. Honestly, it was, first of all, it was happening on like, they, I found out on like literally one of the worst days of my life. Um, I was helping mm-hmm. my mom recover from cancer surgery. So I kind of flipped mm-hmm. and she's fine now, but um, I kind of flipped out at first. But then I was like, oh my God. I'm so happy in a weird way. I don't have to ever deal with these people again. Fuck them. Mm -hmm. And I have to tell Mm -hmm. you, like, ever since, I've been working on things that are more my own brand. I've been Mm -hmm. doing more influencer things. And I'm like, and I do write for some traditional media sites still. And I like writing for them. And that's, you know, Mm -hmm. that's something I still do. And I'm still pursuing. But at the same time. Mm -hmm. I'm way more picky about who I work with and what I write. Yeah. Even I when I write good, for I think other it was a good people, for you. it has to be my brand. Yeah. And, and ultimately yes, I do think, ultimately I think with the exception of writing for a sweat life, because um, I love them. Shout out a sweat life. Yeah, I love awesome. you guys. They're, they're the least difficult people I've ever yeah, worked And their with. site's just the shit. And their site's amazing. Yeah. And they, they really let me write amazing things. Um, you know, I'm kind of shying away from that because I feel like being an influencer is really, in terms of a long-term plan, a much better mm-hmm. one. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because that's right, really right. where things where things are going. That's right. Well, and, and you have full control. I think that's kind of what I've already realized is, you know, you want to be in a in a position, you know, always where you have control, you know. And oh, yeah. if you... Like, and I think there's like, it's like very easy to lose control, you know, um, and that's kind of where you don't want to be. Um, so any, anything that you can do to sort of avoid that is like, great, you know, no, I, I totally agree. I totally agree. Um, yeah, and, and, you know, it's difficult. It's difficult when you see like the audiences that some of our sort of top bloggers have, you know, millions and like, it's, it's not easy, you know, to, to get that kind of traction. So all the time when people are like, what did they do? I'm like, they're doing something, you know, um, that, that is sort of causing that kind of a reaction, right? It's not like magic or overnight, you know? Um, totally. <laughs> so, no, I mean, like, look, like, neither it. one of yeah. us are getting a million hits a day, exactly. but it doesn't mean we won't in the future. Exactly. No, absolutely. It's all how much work you put in. Exactly. And the good news about this business is like literally it changes like day to day. You know what I mean? So today it's, you know, a hundred thousand in two months, you could absolutely be at a million. You know what I mean? Like, and I think there's something really powerful about that. Cause I actually, I, I'll tell you my story. I started, so when I started with this manager in May, I was doing like a hundred thousand barely a month. I mean, maybe not even um, now I'm doing like 2 million plus views a month just in like six, seven months. You know, um, just again, by being, yeah, it's nuts. It's nuts. Cause I, I was like, I had to write it in the book and yeah, no, it's, it literally went like that. And it's all because of being authentic, being real, you know, reaching out to people you know, and just being someone worth, you know, following, listening to watching, whatever it is, you know? Um, and, and like things can happen. I'm telling you like now, cause in the beginning, like I was so new on Instagram, Ali knows this. I mean, I think it was a little bit of a struggle, um, for me in the beginning, but now I'm like, oh, I can do this. You know, we really can build a following on a podcast, on a like platform. And I think when you have that confidence, uh, I think that helps a lot, you know. Because um, in the beginning, it's intimidating, you know, especially now there's so oh, many influencers. Oh first start. I mean, I was early into Instagram. I was like, late. Yeah, you were late to the game. Like, I, I told you. About it. Like, you have to post time. more. I'm like, but I tweet every day. Yeah, I was like, Amanda Lauren. Like, I was trying to tell her. And I was like, and your stories and this and that. I, and I even told you, Shingini. And like, yes. you know, it's like you, you, you know, it is. It's a very overwhelming place. And every single platform can be overwhelming. But it's like once you get into it. And also, I think it's like you said you start to really give them something to follow and you're actually like into it, then it becomes kind of a fun place and the overwhelming yeah. factor starts to go away. That's right. That's right. That's right. And I've experienced that. Like I, I was, I mean, I was like Instagram seriously because it, it is a very like um, difficult, I will say that, but also just very saturated place. And there's a lot of people on that platform. You know, oh, everybody's yeah. beautiful everybody's posting, you know, beautiful selfies. And I'm just like, what, what are we going to do that's different? You know, 
Um, oh, wait. So it's, <laughs> oh, I, we it's, spoke uh, to someone in a private Facebook group. I don't know if Allie saw, but I saw it. And she said that she posts three times a day. I saw that. I saw that. And I'm just yeah. like, well, oh, yeah, yeah, how, yeah. wait, what? I know. How, yeah. how do you have, like, I have to look at this. Like that much content. I mean, like, it's a, I really try to post five days a week and it never happens. I need to, though. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. <laughs> No, for I sure, for I sure, mean, you know. Sometimes life happens. Like, I can only imagine with the baby, like, you'll probably see the same post for, like, four days. And yeah, that, you and that's style okay. her and make her look I know. Oh, I've thought about that. I'm like, yeah, even, yeah, yeah. If, even if I'm dead asleep, like, she will get into a perfect outfit and have a picture. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But, Ali, yeah. you can get an intern. I think we've talked about that, right? Like, you can get yes. somebody to, like, manage your I'm account for... I'm working um, on, time, you know, yeah. like, you know how it is, Jean, we've talked about this. I, I've had so many interns and so many are mm-hmm. like, uh, so it's like, I'm mm-hmm. trying to find ones that really are good for my brand, really work hard. Yeah. I don't have to constantly micromanage. Like mama doesn't have time yeah. to micromanage. Exactly. I don't have to manage my own shit. So forget for micromanaging. Sure. For sure. You know, sure. but no, you're right. You're right. You're right. But I, I will say uh, this. I mean, if you do not post constantly, you definitely are screwing yourself over. And I'm speaking from personal experience. Like, whenever I do the, like, one sub, you know, I, I actually tried that. I tried uh, three times a week, Monday. I'm sorry. Um, anyway, I, I think I tried, like, Monday and Friday. And I was like, oh, my God, this sucks. You know, like, you definitely have to post, like, at least once a day, if not, like, at least, like, three times a week. Um, but I don't know. I guess I'm at the point where it's it's kind of hard to come up with that much stuff. I know the content. Oh my God. Trust me. I told Amanda yeah. sometimes I just truly like if I have like three or four cute outfits or like I'm doing certain things or like I told Amanda this like her makeup looks really good. Get like three or four different like looks in that because it's like then you can use those and like of course you want stuff to be yeah. real so it has to be relevant and like stay within. It can't be like kind of dated looking or you know maybe it's obvious that you were already like wearing that a day before and then oh, you already reposted it the amount of but, outfits right. you need to be yeah, good at instagram I know, I know exactly but you know no, it's you're like so finding right. that mix and again it doesn't have to always yep. be i don't think like you know like every single thing of you and it could be details and it could be a full shot of you and then for me you know like you know i'll post you and my clients and then i'll do me again and like just a matter of what you're putting out there and where the content is going for sure for sure it's it's hard man i mean three times a day that's a lot you know i'm sure Um, but a lot of the fashion bloggers i swear to god they they have fashion photo shoots every day Oh, you I know, know they do. Uh, I mean, listen, I'm, they, I'm exhausted just watching their Instagram. I'm like, I know. I'm like, I'm, I'm, months, uh, I'm like, I'm, I'm 30 weeks pregnant. I'm like, I'm yeah. gonna go lay down and eat a snack yeah. and like take a nap. Like, I can't even. No, I like calculate. It's like literally every day there's a new look. So I'm like, I don't like how. I mean, like we do photo shoots. I'm like the most is what 10 looks. You can't do like more than. 10 looks in one like photo shoot right no, like no, so exactly. I, I swear to god i think they do like one every day you know oh they do um, oh, 100%. Uh, oh they yeah. do they do them with their friends they do them with a photographer then they do them by themselves yeah. and they have the camera yeah. set up oh it's like a whole situation i mean they dedicate their lives to that and i'll tell you what like good for them because i couldn't do it like even just me for my blog and everything that i do yeah. i'm just like yeah. ah, i can't do it all you know yeah. it's like it's yeah. crazy yeah. now so i yeah. totally well, can i ask you something like these fashion bloggers, so they make money off of like sales of the stuff that they're wearing, right? Like, is yeah, that how it works? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. But I mean, like, what or else? Or both. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, okay. that seems like. <laughs> like, is there more, or is that like it? Like, if you're 20, are you going to do that for like 40 years? Or like, I, I don't. I'm, I'm just asking. <laughs> well, I think um, people come up with like also. Well, like Ali has a jewelry line with Sterling forever, and I think people come yeah. up with lines or they do other projects. It's really funny because like now I was telling Ali I have a secret project that I'm working on and I can't discuss it. But well, I will fill you in later. But we'll we'll fill mm-hmm. you in later. But I'm like I, yeah. I was thinking about how to take my Instagram and my brand to a different level to sort of yeah. But to build on what I've always been been doing, um, and also sort of how I view influencers professionally, mm-hmm. and how I view what I do professionally, um, you know, when I'm when I'm not, you know, when I'm not sitting here on my podcast like talking about it, and it's it's mm-hmm. like you have to build on your own brand. I mean, like, or here's a really mm-hmm. good example: like Jacqueline Hill did a gorgeous palette with Morphe. 
or, you know, so they have like makeup lines or like Lauren Edwards, who was a previous guest on our podcast has, I don't know, 8 million different ventures going, going on. And she has like a subscription part of her site with like a diet plan and exercise. She has lots of, so I think that if you're, this is the thing. I think that there are a bunch of fashion bloggers who in 10 years might realize this was not a viable career choice. But I think there are a lot Mm. of entrepreneurs who happen to be fashion bloggers who are going to make something else out of it because it doesn't, it doesn't last forever. Like I was, I was laughing. I was saying to to my mom the other day, I'm like, I just did a collab with Maybelline, which is, which was really exciting because it's a huge brand and I've been working. I mean, like Allie knows everything that goes on. I have in the past few months been working with so many amazing brands and I'm so lucky, mm-hmm. but I also know that like this might will probably not be the case in 10 years. Oh yeah, absolutely not. No, I'm sure no like, when, my, when my daughter actually like is able to enjoy like the fashion that I'm so into and like whatnot, I'm sure everything's going to change. And I bet you she's going to be mm-hmm. the one like, mom, you're so outdated. Like that, that's not right, a problem. Right, right, right. No, yeah. mom, that's exactly. not a exactly. Like all of a sudden exactly. I'm the one who's no longer cool. You know, and a lot right. of bloggers <laughs> also build businesses on trying to teach other bloggers, which is yep. exactly what I don't want to do. <laughs> like I'm happy to give advice and a lot of people ask me, um, but you know, at a certain point, like, I think I'm the last, like, you see these people, like, I grew my account by 100,000 people in three weeks. And it's like, I don't really believe you. Right. I feel you. Yeah. yeah. Well, and you know, I'm, I, there's a new rule that I live by, which is if you grow overnight, you're going to like die overnight too. You know what I mean? Like, it's, like, it's all like, so so why, why do you want to do that? Point. Which is why I'm all about just like, I'm here for the long run, you know, I'm, I'm here, you know, we're here, you know, let, let's just play. Like, why, why does it have to be a million tomorrow? Like, it's just not realistic, but there's so many people like that, you know, who, you know, pay for, you know, followers and likes. And, it, and it's, it's just, it's crazy to me because I'm, I'm recently just finding out about so much like uh, paid media, you know, so there's just a lot oh, of people yeah. who do that, you know who pay for placements and yeah, the thing is like if it's an if it's like a product placement that's like valuable like I totally get it but just like empty publicity about you know yourself um it's just I, I can see through that stuff now you know uh, whereas like my friends are like oh my god she sounds amazing and I'm like yeah I, she is and you're like, yeah you're like yeah if you if you only knew yeah totally but I, right, I also right, think right. that the people who are gonna last are the people who've kept it authentic absolutely and who've kept it real and like one thing yeah. I will say about Ali and I on this podcast and in our blogs as well we both kind of mentioned the same brands over and over again. Yeah, you, you might tell who we, who we, but right. We can, you can tell when you read our stuff and go on mm-hmm. our social and this and that, who mm-hmm. we are loyal to, who we have actual relationships mm-hmm. with, who mm-hmm. actually, you know, makes a difference in our, you know, bubble. And so mm-hmm. I think that's really important because people really feel that authenticity and the organic feeling versus like, mm-hmm. oh, she's literally being paid to say this. Oh, and she's literally being endorsed right. to say this. And, oh, she's going to make cash off this. And there's nothing wrong with that. But it's just finding a balance again because people really, like, want to see that authenticity. That's right. That's right. Well, and it's fake, right? I mean, the whole, like, you know, saying this, saying that. And then my favorite is influencers who, like, jump brands, right? So today's Maybelline, tomorrow's L'Oreal. And I'm like, do you care? I mean, you know what I mean? Like, it's, it, they're different. They're different. But no, oh. look, no, no, you know, say one way or the other. I think yeah. if you're smart about it, Absolutely. I think you can, um, you know, make a lot of money uh, here and, and, you know, be very impactful and you know, successful. But I think it's about just like being strategic and being smart, you know, about all the different opportunities that you take. And I've already been offered so much like, oh, we'll send you this cream if you tweet about it. I'm like, no, no, no. Like, I'm not about, like, giving you right. a product. And I'm that's about, good, like, because you know your brand and you know what you stand for. And, you know, I think yep. we've also done that with your styling. Like, we always make sure that you're wearing things that are very true to you and where you're going. But also, yep. if brands reach out to me for you, it's like, I always keep that in right mind. Thing. Exactly. It has to yeah. be the right thing. For sure. Mm-hmm. For sure. Oh. For sure. Because otherwise, then you are, you know, they're like, oh, this looks 
Interesting. And I will say that, and Amanda, you, you don't know this, but since Ali has styled me and I've told Ali this, I mean, I, I was kind of on the fence. You remember, Ali, when we first started, I was like, is this really, like, necessary? Is this this? And she was like, yeah, it is. And I was like, okay, we'll go with it. I mean, it has been a transformation in terms of mm-hmm. perception. I mean, people are just like, holy, like, it makes such a big difference. It's like styling and being, like, just beautiful from within, but also just, like, well Turn out like it's, I'm. I'm just amazed at like what the effect oh, is, and, and we've only been doing this for six months. So yeah, I appreciate it. Well, I love yeah. everything we're doing with you too, and the transformation in your brand. And I also get constant messages from people telling you people like how beautiful you are, and like how we've added fashion. Myself here. included. I'm like, oh my <laughs> yeah, god, Amanda Hatch. Like I love this. Amazing. She looks amazing. And you know, oh my god, I love how you added this fashion angle to her and this and that. So. It's a, you know, it's a two-way street and it's a, it's a lot of fun styling you and getting to really help you hone in on your own brand and also come so far with your fashion and your own brand that you're like stepping out of the box and really pushing that envelope. And I think that that's a really strong thing that you're really good about and why your success keeps continuing. No, I, I appreciate it. But you remember when we first started, I was like, do I really need fashion? Like I, I was kind of on the trend. You know, uh, but now I'm like, I can't believe that I was on the fence because <laughs> it's literally everything. I mean, whenever you yeah, go people to don't realize stylists I mean, are, are a game changer. The right stylist will be a game changer. It really is. Like, they don't realize how important it is. It's and then like what? the opposite, right? The yeah. bad stylist is like, oh, you know, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. You know what though? It's yeah. so funny. Like I, I hate this expression, but I love this expression. Like it takes a village. I it's think so like true. when it comes to developing your brand, it takes, like, I know that like Allie and I definitely help each other out with things. She'll style me or I'm like, oh my God, how do I wear this? Or how yeah. should I take this picture? Mm-hmm. And you're like, I'm breaking out. <laughs> what do I, what do I do? And I like, or like my skin is dry because I'm pregnant. I'm like, right. oh, let me go through my stuff. Yeah. Because I always have, because, you know, companies send me, because I do a lot of skincare blogging. Yeah, Amanda's huge on mm-hmm. skin. Um, I'm huge on skincare mm-hmm. stuff. And so I have, um, I have a, it's, it's gross. And I feel like very weird saying it, but I have a lot of extra products. Oh yeah. And like, I, I try to give a lot of the times I give them to people because I have more than I can use. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, I want to, and like, then like Allie will do something or she'll tweet or she'll do an Instagram story or we, you know, we talk about it on the podcast. It's not even for publicity. It's right. just like, just think about it. shelf life. Yeah. And then it's also, I think to, again, bring the relativity and the authenticity of like that brand and like how it worked and why it worked. Cause people actually check it out and they're like, Oh my God, this is an amazing product. And they actually get into it. And then they love you. And it becomes because, part of your, and exactly. like, and I think you've actually, like I've incorporated a lot more fashion into my brand. Yeah. I think you've incorporated a lot, a lot more beauty, more beauty totally. into your brand. Yeah. And I think that like mm-hmm. a lot of, you know, the weird thing about blogging and I'm sure like what you do as well, like you kind of exist in, in sort of isolation. And most people don't collaborate, not certainly not the way I think the three of us do. Right. And I think it's Mm. so important. I think if you're not talking Mm. to other people about what's Mm. going on in the business, you know, as any sort Mm. of freelancer, you know, you could Mm. be a freelance technical writer, you could be a freelance engineer, Mm. unless you're Mm. taught, you're, you know, if you keep isolating yourself and you don't have a team that helps you, Mm. you know, build your business, Mm. build your life, no matter what it is it's really hard to succeed. Yeah, for sure. For sure. And and I, I felt that way. I felt that way last year when I was kind of first starting out, just, I was like, Oh my God, like I feel totally alone. Like how does this work? And so no, you cannot, you know, there's no way um, for us. It's like, you know, looking for clients or partnerships or whatever. I mean, you really have to get, you know, out there. And the good news is, you know, even if you work from home, and the social media is sort of that way to quote unquote be out there, you know? So every day, even though you're like working from home, you're literally kind of coming face to face with like thousands and thousands of people, you know? So it's, uh, it's, it's amazing, but I know, you know, and I have a lot of influencer friends and the most, most of them are like work from home, you know, they like work from home, but you know, they either have their, you know, retreats or brand partnerships or whatever. Like you, 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 you don't want to get stale. You know, um, which kind of happened to me a little bit last year. I was like kind of getting like lethargic and I'm like, oh, I'm just at home, you know, but you really have to like work your way out of that rut, you know, um, because like working from home is great. Yeah, I know. I know it was. I, I, I had, I kind of struggled with it, you know, um, but yeah, you, you have to work your way out of it. 
no other way, you know. Um, so, yeah. Um, is there, I was going to say, we have to, I feel like you probably have to go. I feel like we have to go in a few. <laughs> but is there yeah. anything, I want to, when you come to LA, like we've got to do this IRL. Yeah. <laughs> I've never heard that you say that. That's funny. I'm, um, absolutely. Like I'm five years old. Um, but that's, uh, but that's besides the point. Um, where can people find you? Yeah. So I am on Twitter, Snapchat, YouTube, LinkedIn. Um, yeah. trying to think which one, uh, Instagram, uh, there's like six total. So yeah, I'm on all of them at Seeker Shinjini. That's S-P-E-A-K-E-R-S-H-I-N-J-I-N-I. Again, really excited. Um, you guys will see my first book coming out, you know, soon. Uh, it is currently in production, um, yeah. which is exciting. Yes, it's exciting. So yes, I'm really excited about that. So that's kind of like, the next big thing um and you know i think that will lead to a lot of other things that that i will do this year as well so stay tuned for sure and you know all my go-getters you know this is uh, just the beginning so thank Ooh. you so much for you know all of your support and love and again i'm just really excited to you know take take this show on the road and keep going i'm, I'm really <laughs> I'm really thrilled. Yeah, yeah. Yay! And we'll also include all of your links, as always, in the show notes, so people don't have to look at it. Google. It's we don't want to make people do work. Life is fucking hard enough. That's right. So true. That's right. No, I'm with you. Very simple. So it's easy. So, Chandini, you said you're everywhere. Uh, Just give people um, your handles as well, just like as far as social. Mm Yes, Speaker Chandini. So S P E A K E R S H I N J I N I. And it's across the board, right? Twitter, Instagram. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was like totally on purpose, which by the way, branding tip for everybody. Um, that's definitely the way to go. Uh, I've been I trying. That- Amanda's trying. I, I, it's so annoying. It's I think yeah. it's Amanda Lauren on Instagram and yeah. I'm not verified. Yeah. And I don't know who yeah. I'm sorry, Instagram. Can you just let me know how I have to speak with <laughs> to get this done? Oh, I can't. Because no, you you, so I have a friend who did it, actually. She's an influencer. She's verified, but I don't think it matters to change your handle. Um, there is a way. There is a way. Uh, like, I verification, that's, that's to be honest matter. with you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So, Shinji, yeah. so thank you so much, love, thank for you. being on. And you were amazing and so inspiring. I know everyone's going to love this episode and love how inspirational you are. And um, thank you for coming on. Anna, do you have anything else you want to close out with yeah. before we sign off? One, one final little yeah, inspiration. Little inspiration. Little inspiration. Little inspiration. Um, people have rejected me, but I have never rejected myself. There you go. I love, I love it. it. And as we always end the yeah. show, be fabulous. Anna, go get her. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs> How to chain Fonda One, two, three, four Get your booty on the dance floor Work it out Shake it little mama Let me see you do the chain Fonda Five, six, seven now If you don't know, let me show you how To work it out